It's the week of July 20th, and this is MASHcast number 64. edition of the Nationals Buttons MASHcast. I'm Jarrett. I'm here with contributor Nick Zelenkiewicz. Hey, how's everybody doing? And uh, another contributor, Mikey Kenny. Rawr. Who always sounds like he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, Jared, you, have, you have me in chains. Like, I'm, ri- I'm handcuffed to the freaking laptop. I really, I really don't want to know what you do in your bedroom. <laughs> He's in Texas. I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> we are not together. <laughs> maybe that's why. He, maybe that's why he said because he wants to be. And I'm gonna move on <laughs> to our special guest, uh, Joey Men, also known as Joe Star. Uh, yes, of Get Salty. What's up, uh, everybody? Actually, if you've been paying attention to the site, you will see that he dropped two editorials recently, and uh, that mashed that. Actually, sorry, not the match that, but the uh, the after match Max Payne video. Yo, please watch that. <laughs> yeah, I he... really was hoping that that would make more of a of an impact in the in the game community. You know, it taught me but... stuff about Max Payne that I never knew. Well, well, thank you. I mean, uh, like I said, I was pretty close to me, but yeah, I wish I I just wish it had more, um, you know, like just made waves more or something. Like I figured that was like a. Something the gaming community would like to hear. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. We just got to get it to the right people. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll shine one day. Yeah, Max Payne, <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> it'll shine one day. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get started. Um, well, Joe, since you're our special guest, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Oh, what I've been playing? Actually, um, Persona Four Arena uh, that came that just came out a couple weeks ago and i've already been in like two three tournaments and it had a couple money matches um pretty good i i really like it i I still right now it's kind of weird i really like the arc system like style of gameplay you know but uh as much as i love persona i i first off i know nothing of the persona world so i don't know anybody like i don't know the backstory so i could be like a fraud in that in that department story-wise but um I'm still kind of liking Blaze Blue much more than it so far, but maybe it's it is just because it's new and I'm still learning it. But I mean, I mean, she and she's like a kung fu girl with a skirt, and it's so cute. Oh my god! And I saw, okay, so I saw this video online, right, of this girl dressed up as Chie, and she's just like dancing, like really cutesy, like para para dancing, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm in love. And I'm just crushing hard on this girl. And I try to, and the funny thing is, I, uh, yeah, I like, I stalked her and I found her Twitter and I'm like, hey, what's up? I just want to say, uh, I'm Ancient and I saw your video. But 
<laughs> is that something you want to be like so admitting? No, 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 no,
the game just puts you in this like unwinnable situation where you know because you can't jump cancel you you can't cancel any of your moves to do any defensive type of maneuvering so you're just stuck and they just juggle you to death and you're like what the hell man and you just kind of and i play that thing through like the last level the last level literally only last for 11 seconds took me four hours to beat Four hours the last. That's yeah. a lot of repetition. Yeah, because I had to keep on retrying and trying until until the specific like you know I guess the situations benefited me enough to beat the game, you know. Um. So uh, yeah. But besides that, I mean Persona and still play Marvel, play League of Legends. New character just came out. I gotta play with like you know Mikey here one day. Little tiger. I suck. He's cute. He's a little like lion tiger, kitty. He's cute. He's adorable. He no, he does that New Zealand. Oh God, what's it called? Uh, ah, the mocked something dance. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Like the oh, you mean um? Oh that, my God, the Maui. The oh. Maui board something dance. I don't know. He does. But, I haven't tried him yet because yeah, he's pick- he hurts really bad. Like he'll jump on your face and just say raw and just- kill you. You know what they do? It's like every time they release a new character, they make him overpowered. So people are, you know, like, oh, man, I want to buy him. He's, like, overpowered. Then they nerf him in this patch. Well, they haven't nerfed Diana yet. And they haven't nerfed Darius really hard. Like, Darius is nerfed. If if anyone says that they nerfed Darius, they are full of crap. They nerfed (laughs) him a little bit, but he is still ridiculous. Diana is so easy to, like, dodge. Like, you have a... Diana... Yeah, Who have you been playing against? They're crappy if they're playing. Any, like this game, League of Legends, everything is meant to be like straightforward. Like she shoots her like her skill shot to the left. I mean to the yeah, to the right. Then I just you, you all you have to do is walk forward. If she's in front of you, you walk towards her and she will never hit you. Never. But you don't want to walk toward her because she hits like a truck. <laughs> uh, you dodge it. But that's why no, you don't hit. You, you dodge the crescent blade, but then you take the attack damage of her normal <laughs> stuff. Hey, ladies, ladies. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll save this for later. Yeah, yeah we'll but... save this for later. We need League of Legends talk. We need As League we just got off on wall for some, somehow, anyways. Yeah. Rawr. That's what's going on right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dick, what have you been playing? Uh, just the same stuff as the last few weeks. Uh, you played a little more Outer Knots this week. Um, I played some... Uh, Hero Academy, always looking for more people to play Hero Academy. Wookie BH <laughs> on Steam, and uh, what else? Some Diablo Three. People are gonna record now back to that Steam account and not play Hero Academy and just bug you now. <laughs> Look, hey Nick, I'm not playing Hero Academy right now. Well, that's fine. It's no, because I'll, I'll, well, I'll play something else then. But I, 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 I want to play Hero Academy. I'm so. They had uh, they they had six challenge or no five they have five challenge modes uh, one for each of the teams in there which is the closest it gets to having a single player mode so I blew through that and then now all it is is just multiplayer and so I keep playing against random people but I play against people and like they take three days to move so I, I need more I need more people to play against. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, um, what about you, Mikey? Uh, League of Legends. I've been trying to save up some IP to get a different champion because he's free this week, and I really like. I've been uh, I've been trying to save IP up for Galio, so I can get a new tank because I've been playing mainly Malphite as my tank character. Nice. Uh, uh, I don't know. Other than that, I've been playing P4A. 
Uh, obviously, I've been playing lots of P4A. Um, I keep bouncing back and forth on my main, though. I have, so I've got, like, a subpar Yuki. Well, actually, I went to a tournament, and I got blown up. Like, I lost 0-2. <laughs> yeah, 0-2, and I got knocked out of the tournament. You're you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, it was against a Mitsuru. No, I, I didn't lose against Mitsuru. It was... An Akihiko that plays third in the tournament, and a Naoto that plays second in the tournament. So, oh. but I mean, yeah, that's that's difficult. I, I I mean, I fought against Lord Knight, and like you know. The oh, top, you fought against Lord Knight? Oh, yeah, he like ugh. top Blaze Blue player, right? I, yeah, that's, at that's, least I won like dirty. one. Yeah, at least I won one match against them. Oh, you won just, one. Yeah, but the thing is, the game is still like isn't. It's only been out for like three weeks, so no one's really found anything ridiculous. I did. Um, there is one thing broke about Yukiko, though, but, like, she needs something broke because she sucks normally. Right. Um, I figure, like, it's posted on Dustloop. Everyone knows about it by now. But um, if you do the fire break when you do her super with the fire that comes across the screen uh, and brings them back in, it will... Uh, it'll, it's unblockable then because of the fire break. But then if you do her super where she sends her persona out and twirls and then shows the fire out, whether she has fire break or not, and fire break is the ability that lets her make her next fire move unblockable, whether fire break is on or not, that move is unblockable. Like she has basically an unblockable fire super that causes full screen, so you kind of have to like roll to get around it or somehow get off the screen, but... Yeah, Other than it's, that, it's, it's annoying. Yeah. It's it's a broken tool, but Yukiko really isn't high. I don't think she's top tier at all, in she's my not, opinion. But like the moment, I mean, if in the situation, the minute she has one hundred fifty, the minute she has one hundred fifty yeah. meter, you might want to start worrying. But if you've got her health low enough, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I'm also bouncing back and forth. I, I want to learn Teddy really bad, but I just haven't put Teddy is BS. I have Teddy's not put enough. BS. Time. Why? Teddy's BS. Why? Okay, give like, me, give just, me a reason. Okay. Um. Well, first off, if you don't know, do you like, play Mitsuru? Teddy, Wait, quick. No, I play Chie. Like I said. Okay. Okay. Good. We had this. Remember, we had this talk at the beginning of this character. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but remember, we had this little talk of what I wanted to do with the Chie thing. I know. You know. I when you talked about you, you know, stalking girl for Chie, I kind of like started to like slowly volume turn because I didn't, I didn't know where it was going. Oh, uh, wow. other than that, I've really only been my playing. image. That, um, no, but I'm yeah, because only... uh, Teddy, just because of his randomness of his of his persona, no, some of those it's things... not random. It's you can if you know what items are coming, it's all in the same order. So you know, oh, you know should that. you should know what items are coming. I didn't you know, know that. Dude, but like he's so good. Come are you on, serious? he's so good. His not- his jab is like okay. You know what? Maybe I this time. But like he, I think he's actually a pretty good character. Oh, he's a good character, saying. but he's like I don't think he's top tier. But I don't know uh, the tier well, list yet. Let's see. Okay, like I guess definitely top. Anyways. We probably need to let go. Yeah, this is like Jared. the tangent cast. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ! I'm sorry. I, <sighs> it's okay because sometimes remember when I think Jared didn't he have like a huge tangent about Max Payne when it first came out when he started playing it. He, he, said, he said a few about uh, Ghost Recon and yeah, some of that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I but now that the whole. Like, yeah, but now it's like you've got an enabler. Yeah. <laughs> it's the two of you just, just go back and forth. First, LOL, then P4A. Jared, 
Garrett, what have you been playing? I don't want to talk about what I've been playing now. <laughs> All right, well, then let's move on to topics. Nah, it's like, <laughs> no. Um, so I actually did get to play a MOBA recently. I actually um, played um, Heroes of New Earth with my friend uh, because he's been trying to get me to play for a while, so I downloaded and I played. I played it a little bit before. Actually, I played LOL and Han when they first came out because they both came out at the same time originally. I was in the beta for both. And I preferred Han over LOL all the time. And then I remember why I left Han because I get so freaking bored, like in the early stages of the game, like killing the creeps and all that stuff. Like that is so boring to me, killing NPCs. Like I want to kill a person. So I have Han, and I, my playing it will be probably be very sparse. Um, now I almost didn't play anything else all weekend because of sleeping dogs. Like. I played Sleeping Dogs. I played Sleeping Dogs 30 hours within the last four days. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, don't, like, I played a little bit on Friday. Didn't get too deep into it. I played some on Saturday, just a little bit. Which is actually, because, um, you know, Sleeping Dogs takes place in uh, in China and Beijing. Oh, sorry, not Beijing, in Hong, in Hong Kong. And um, it was funny because I was playing it. And I'm, like, pushing people away and, you know, moving through crowds. And people are yelling at me in Chinese. And my girlfriend, like, pops her head out of, like, the bedroom. Like, what are you why, Like, what are you playing? Like, what are you doing? And she actually sat there with me for a little bit, telling me what people were saying to me as I was passing by and stuff like that. So that That's cheating. Cool. That's not cheating. <laughs> That's cheating. If they wanted you to know, they would put it in subtitles. You shouldn't bring your own interpreter to the game. Hey, don't be mad because, because I have somebody girls, I can. Man. Yeah, because I, I have somebody that can interpret it for me. Don't be angry at me. Haters are gonna hate. If, if you're not exactly. experiencing the game the way it was intended. Sure, I am. What? Now it's just a little clarity. So, what do you think about bilingual people that know how to? Do you think it's that I'm a they're not gonna like, oh. they, just just because they had the fortuity to to learn what they would need to cheat now, like 20 years ago, doesn't make them any less cheaters. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so, but um. Sunday is when I really got into it. I played Sleeping Dogs for 15 hours on Sunday. And um, then, like, pretty much, like, I went, I played 15 hours, I went to sleep, woke up, went to work, came home, played Sleeping Dogs, went to sleep, went to work, came home, played Sleeping Dogs, beat the game. Wow. It was like, I don't know, like, it had me. The game just had me. I understand. The minute I get my 3DS XL, I'm going to be tied to it, like, I don't even know. I have no expression right now for what will oh, happen but, to me when I get my video. Is it though you'll be chained to it? Probably. No, I'll be even more <laughs> chained to it. I'll probably put myself into a secure locked room that only opens after 72 hours. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, um... I've had those weekends. Sleeping Dogs, um... Back to what I was talking about. <laughs> sleeping Dogs. Um, a lot of people... I've been here a lot, but people saying, like, oh, it's, it's GTA Chinatown. Oh, oh, it's it's uh, it's true crime. Like, no, it is not. Like, I mean, it is that style of G- of that of that sandbox style play, yes. But there's there's they, the, there's so much to do. The story is good. Like during the racing missions, like there's a lot of racing missions around the city. It actually feels like they put a lot of time into racing. Like you know, as you're playing it, it was very reminiscent of Midnight Club. 
Um, besides, you know, with the exception, you can't control your car in midair, which is fine with me. But uh, you know, the racing was tight. The the combat was good, and there was actually some pretty glare, you know, pretty big problems with the combat too, in terms of like, you know, like you know, you see somebody getting ready to attack, you hit the counter button, but it doesn't counter at all. And, you know, they go attack again, you hit the counter button at the same exact time, and it counters. So it wasn't, you know, consistent. There's pathing issues. There's definitely pathing issues with cars. Like, sometimes I'll be driving, and a car will just stop in my way. Like, skirt, stop. Like, you know. <laughs> so, there's definitely well, some... Well, people are driving in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some issues there. And there's just some polish issues, but the thing is, like, the, the gameplay was so good that I didn't care. I just kept on playing with it. So, and that whole, that whole counter thing, like, you know, the fighting problems that I had, it can get really frustrating at the time. Like, it can mean the difference between life and death. So, and then even the gun, the gunplay is good. Like, everything was good. Like, and they, they did have some missions that were, like, uh, repetitive. Like, you know, oh, uh, you know, go pick up this car. Or go or steal this type of car from here, or you know uh, do this drug bust. Such all the drug busts, you have to beat up the gang, um, hack the camera, and then go back to your apartment. And when the dealer comes by, you have to tag the dealer, and the police will arrest them. So we have those type of uh, mini games that were kind of the same thing over and over again, but they were still fun. But then you had ones like you you uh, worked for a loan uh, a loan shark. And you had to go collect debts from people, and every time you called them, it was a different situation. Like, you know, one you might one time you might be doing a shootout on the freeway as you're driving the car, which actually that was done really well too. Shooting from the car, very, very done very well. The next one you might be just be chasing the guy over some rooftops. Another one you might bring some hookers into somebody's you know store. So mm. all types of stuff. It was it was. Uh, so what would happen when you bring hookers to somebody's store? Oh, that was like a deterrent. Like basically, what happens is there's another, there's like a rival boss uh-huh. in the area, and the guy's like, "I'm not working with you anymore." Like this guy X Y Z is giving me protection, right? And so you say, "Okay," and like let's say uh, the store is like um, like a wholesome store or something like that. You bring a bunch of people that he doesn't want there, or that would give the business a bad name. You bring them to that place, like, "Oh yeah, well, is he gonna protect you against this?" The answer is like, "No." So. He pays up. I see. So it's a it's a, it's a really good game. There's definitely some polish issues. Some some somebody in QA wasn't paying attention, or there was just some issues with crunch. But it's definitely a good game. I'd highly recommend it. And other than that, I I, I kind of broke up CS:GO. Oh, I'm sorry, um, Sleeping Dogs a little bit with CS:GO. Um, it came out on Tuesday, and and I played it. And I mean, it's a fun game for fifteen dollars. It's worth it. But there's just some things that you know, they're trying to modernize, I guess, Counter-Strike, and they're doing a bad, not since they have a bad job, but there's just some certain things that shouldn't be happening. Like, you know, if I buy a full body kit, like a full Kevlar, and I have a helmet, why are people with regular guns one-shotting me? You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're shooting you in the face. But the hell, this thing, anything in your head, you should it should hit you once, and then the second shot should kill you. That's the whole point of wearing the helmet. You see what I'm Wait, saying? but like, is well, the, but you know how like in the other in in the in like the old CS games, it wasn't like that. if you shoot somebody in the face, you shoot them in the face. Yeah, you could dink them. You, you could dink them in the helmet, but if I shot you in the face, you'd die from headshots. Though it would still it would still cock your head. It would, the first shot would cock your head, and the second shot would kill you. 
See, I think you're taking the wrong approach to this. You should be running around saying that you're such a boss that you're one-shotting people in Kevlar helmets. So I think Not that's when it's really... happening to me. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, he's getting <laughs> well, bossed. He's more basically. of a boss. I, I thought that's what you do. But that's the thing. Like, well, don't get me wrong. I'm still doing fine, but like, it's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying when like somebody gets like a lucky one shot on me. You know, that's the thing. Like, you know, you sh- you shoot somebody, and like, is you it know, lucky? huh? Is it lucky? Yeah, like when they <laughs> when they just when they whip around and just pull the trigger. Yeah, that's lucky. What? <laughs> Isn't that what you do to people though? Not in Counter Strike. Uh, uh, really, like, and UT that's one thing Quick okay, that's another thing <laughs> Yeah definitely do that So I could make you eat your words Well I didn't say anything I didn't say anything yet I said I just want to play with you Because I just generally love playing with a bro Uh huh Because <laughs> you're a friend of mine And I enjoy your company and Did you really game. just call him Hold on Did you really just call him a bro Yes I did <laughs> Call me a bro <laughs> Well, you're not, because... not going to make him dress up as Chi when he plays, are you? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. do you see this man? He's like, he's like four of me, like lengthwise, right? <laughs> like I'm just, I'm a little small Asian kid compared to this guy, right? Like it's just, he's very daunting. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he could wear like a Chi outfit. I'd be like, I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that it. would never happen. Um. But, I mean, other than the headshot issue, there's just differences in the weapons that, you know, like, I think they over, they nerfed the AK and the M4 too much. Like, their effective ranges. Oh, too much? Because really, because really, weren't they just, like, the only guns worth buying? Uh, no. I mean, like, the thing is, like, the AK and the M4 were the go-to weapons because they didn't, I mean, they were more expensive, but they weren't overly expensive. You can still get the the Kruger or uh, the Krieg and, and the AUG. And have better accuracy, right. you know. But now you kind of have to get those guns. The AK and the M4 were happy medium in the other games, but not anymore. Their effective ranges are so much lower. Like you could get good with those guns, but you know some other guns were better for certain situations. It's just that, yeah, it's like, like a you know it's like a you know, just like standard weaponry that you could use. Like it's supposed to be in, you know real life, right? Because they were like. Standard issue guns, if you think about it. Yeah. But the but, distance, I used to shoot an M4 and, like, you know, maybe not necessarily tag somebody with a headshot immediately, but, like, you know, get get good positioning on at least their body or their head. Take them out in a couple shots. I can't really do that anymore. Like, it, it just sprays in so many directions with me, like, crouched and standing still. Even if you burst it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not wow. spraying at that distance. That's the thing. Like, the effective range of it is much lower, in my opinion. I gotta, I gotta, I really want to try it. So, did, one did funny, th- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, no, you go, you go. No, I was gonna say, one funny thing I am seeing a lot, a lot of people using P90s. A lot of people using P90s running around and spraying, which yeah, is hilarious in Counter-Strike. That's such a Call of Duty thing to do. To, <laughs> that, is, that is such a Call of Duty thing to do. Like, you know, run yeah. around with a P90 or yeah. MP7. And the thing is, like, I had a guy unload a clip a P90 clip at me. That's 50 rounds. Okay. He's running back and forth, shooting at me. I'm moving just a little bit. He didn't even touch me. Boom. Two shots to the face with a pistol. Cause my, my assault rifle was out of ammo. That's pretty sick. That's pretty. Dude, so were right? you shooting at him with your, with your rifle as well? No, as he was shooting at me, cause I think it was my, uh, I, I only had a couple of bullets in the, in the assault rifle. So I shot those off real quick. 
and you know he didn't die and so i switched to my pistol and i was just waiting to get a good shot and he ran a ammo and i shot him yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, what? yeah sorry sorry keep going oh no you, you can say no no it, uh, it's just another tangent but please go first i was just gonna ask you you played in the beta i think you said right yeah did you feel like they actually responded to the community as far as some of what they were pointing out in the beta, or they still had a very distinct vision for what they wanted CSGO to be, that they ushered it in that direction, regardless of the feedback that you saw they were getting? Uh, I, In my opinion, I'm, I didn't see much change. Um, I mean, I did say a couple of things on the forums myself, but I just don't think that was the direction they wanted to go with. Like, In my opinion, there are certain things that changed that didn't make sense. Like, why can I not use the M4 at a certain distance anymore? Like, you know, why is that not an effective range for the M4 anymore? But it's because they want to push people to use different weapons, you know, which will change team strategies if they were thinking about it from a competitive sense, which it seems like they did because they have uh, these auto, these, these modes you can go to called casual, uh, classic casual and classic competitive, and they'll take you into 5v5 servers as opposed to you going to a pub server and having like 22 people in there, which I prefer like the 5v5 style of play. It's yeah. a lot more organized. But, um, I mean, so it seems like they have the competitive community in mind, but in my opinion, it's like they tried to infuse, like they tried to modernize or tried to infuse some things that really shouldn't be there. Like, I mean, running and gunning is like a viable option now. It is. Do you think they were intentionally trying to go for like the the Call of Duty fan base, try to bring those players in intentionally? If you do that, you got to go all the way, and I don't think that's what they were trying to do. I just think they were trying to open it up, you know, open it up a little bit and make it easier for people to get in to the game. Like I think one of the things they want to do was make a level playing field. Like basically, if somebody's been playing CS, then CSS, and if this game was very close to both of those games that person would have a huge leg up on new players. But now that you have to relearn the weapons and they made changes to the maps and stuff like that, now that you have that, it kind of levels the playing field out a bit more. Well, isn't that important to do? Like, shouldn't it be that way? It is, but some of the decisions they made were bad decisions. Like, the AWP is so easy to use right now. And that gun, if, like, if my bullet thought about hitting you... In the toe, you would die. <laughs> it is a very, very powerful weapon, and now like everybody's using it. Like I was terrible with the AWP and CS and CSS, and I am destroying people with the AWP now in CS:GO. So that tells me something. Like if I can use the AWP, it's too easy to use. Do you think mainly a lot of CS people though are just going to go back to Source or One Point? I can't remember. I think each each community will retain a lot of members. Like one point right, six but... players will stay at one point one point six. Source players will continue to play source, but there will be a lot of people who's, who do play Go simply because it's the newest thing and because it's a better looking game. So, well, so that, which, but which my one question... are you then? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna play Go, but I'm not gonna play competitively. Like I don't know. I think I'm gonna try out some scrims and see how I feel. Like, yeah, some dude, we should we should make a team, Team MTB. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, I am not good at shooters. But be, like, I mean, I'm I'm gonna play some scrimmages and stuff like that and see how it feels like on the competitive side. I don't know, but some of the changes they made to some of these maps just, I I think it takes. I think their goal was to bring more maps into competition, 
like they changed dust and i think they were they, the change they made they were hoping that it would help make it more of a, a competitive map in my opinion it did not and some of the changes they made to other maps have taken it out of competition in my opinion so you know i got it i don't know that's what i'm trying out is office still there office is still there and i can't remember if what? they made any big changes it, to that because i loved office really like well, that was the, actually. I'm sorry. That was a never a competitive map. So what am I thinking? That, that's a hard. Uh, well, I knew it wasn't competitive, but I love the map. I just wanted to know if it was still around. You know what? Like, yeah, Aztec. I actually really, really liked Aztec. That I think last time, I, if I remember correctly, that was no longer in rotation. No, it's like, not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. But it, I like that map a lot. Yeah, it was a good map. I liked it, but no. But yeah, I mean, CS:GO. But, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. Sorry. I mean, CS:GO is 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 good for the 15 bucks, but. Uh, I mean, I can't see myself getting heavy into it. Let's uh, let's move on to the topics, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we have. Topics. I know we have topics. Yeah, surprisingly, right? Okay, well, Nick, why don't you go first with your topics? Uh, I guess sad news this week. Although it, it's sad in the kind of way, like I didn't realize it was still around, but it's sad to think that it's it's leaving us. Um, Nintendo Power is uh, is shutting down. Uh, the company that makes it Future US uh, is going to end production in December, and uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's a little bit sad. It's uh, it's the end of an era, as it were. I mean, I know media publications aren't you know what they used to be, um, especially if, if you think about the time Nintendo Power came out and sort of the rise that it it had. You know, being pre-internet era, it was sort of a really a, I think a major a major part of the the NES's and the Super NES's success. And uh, it's kind of sad to think that it's uh, it's going off into the, the long good night. The only thing I remember from Nintendo Power, to be honest, is when I, when I was like a teenager and I was into the whole cutting articles out, like pictures out of articles and like posting them all over my wall. Like I had a lot, I bought a lot of magazines just to get video game shots and just post them all over my wall. Well, you you had to back then because there there was no. I mean, that's the thing. This I mean, this is fundamentally like all of the the sites that we no, go to. No, yeah, like I, I agree. Think. I'm gonna, but but honestly, yeah. I'm surprised they're just not making a digital format like how most people like. Yeah, even EG even EGM shut down and they came back with a digital yeah, but, version. Uh, uh, Apparently, Nintendo's kind of distanced themselves from the magazine. I know they stopped publication in 2007 when they pushed it over to Future US. And even then, uh, Future US said they were kind of hard to work with. So I think they, they may have written it off long ago. And I think it's just now that uh, everybody else is kind of realizing like the, that sort of ship has sailed. But yeah. I mean, in a, in a world where everything is data now, do we really need like – I mean, it's nice to have you know like something physical, but – you know, I blame sites like MTV for shutting <laughs> down Nintendo Power. No, no, no. I, I agree. But at the same time, though, like for example, uh, uh, before it went monthly, when it was still bi-monthly, they started putting out uh, on the alternate months they put out strategy guides, so that you know you get Nintendo Power one month, and then the next month you got a strategy guide, which was basically an issue of Nintendo Power, but entirely just about one game. And I think the yeah. first, the first one was uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, but and... no one needs that anymore. Oh, but see, here's the beauty of it. I saved that. I I read it like a book when I got it back in uh, yeah. 19- but 19- nowadays I can 
And uh, no, well, yes, you can go to GameFAQs or whatever, but I saved it. And when I got the uh, Final Fantasy 1 and 2 combined cartridge for my, uh, for my DS Lite, I used it with that game. And I felt, I, I don't know, I felt anachronistic, but I also felt kind of awesome that I finally justified this purchase from like 12 plus years ago <laughs> when I was finally able to uh, enjoy it in that capacity. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Well played. But yeah, let me go print out a whole doc. Like, I'll just go print it out. It's oh, up, uh, just saying, like, it, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm a sucker for strategy guides for games all, that I like, so I can't say anything. I'll buy one, but honestly, an entire a Nintendo Power article over a strategy game just isn't needed anymore. No, it's 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 not. It's just is this matter of fact. Is the Xbox magazine still going? Is the Sony magazine the still going? I I, actually, I no, think, the PlayStation one still. Right, yeah, the PlayStation one is like actually. I was gonna say something. It was kind of funny that you know I was uh, when this when this came up. I was like, oh man, like. But I know recently I saw the the PSM still you know still around. I saw it like when I was like shopping for groceries. I walked mm-hmm. them out. I was like, oh crap, PSM still around. You know, but I don't even know who really buys those. Because, like, you know, with, especially when it comes to video games, I mean, you have Kids all... want to hang pictures up on their wall. No, I'm right, I guess. But, like, I miss... <laughs> okay, remember when, like, PlayStation magazines gave those stickers for your memory card? Like, stuff See, like that. I have a bad memory of PlayStation magazine because I got into that whole... Their little group called The Underground, and you got that demo disc every oh, once in a while. Oh, right. And it's, like, I black, got... Right? Um, I remember that. Yeah, I got a demo disc that... Uh, let's see. I had I, I had my memory card in. I was playing Beautiful Joe. Uh, I turned it off, turned back on my PlayStation 2 to play something else. Uh, memory card got wiped. Oh, mm. I go online and start researching why my memory card got wiped. That demo disc uh, wipes memory cards when you play Beautiful Joe 2. Wow. wow. I lost 75 hours of Kingdom Hearts and a bunch of other games. Wow, that, that was a very tragic. dark time for me. That was a, I lost all my saves from my memory card, so I got. To, but it was cool. What it, it sucked because I. Just, the only thing that bugged me was the seventy-five hours. I liked playing all the other games over again, but I just like I hated grinding again. Oh, and I lost. I did not play back Final Fantasy X when that happened because I was so far along that sphere grade. I was like, I'm done. I'm just not even gonna bother. Yeah, it's hard to come back from. That yeah, is difficult. Losing data sucks. We should do like something on that. <laughs> losing data. Sucks. You losing data. We, would. Sucks. we just lose the article. No. Oh. Right. You just. Anyways. Oh, like oh, where's that article? Oh, it's on my wall. Let me just. But anyways, back on it. Nintendo. As I'm, it's sad to see them go because they're one of the oldest. But I mean, it's it's only a matter of time before, unless they go some kind of digital media route where you can buy like a magazine on like an iPad or your phone and you can Actually, play it right there. This would be a perfect use for the 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 the, uh, the, t- the touch screen controller. For that, you just oh. have a power Ooh. shot right through the Wii U. See, if it was on the DS and you could kind of like slide it like a page or something like that, because I remember how the DS you turn it on its side, it would work for a book for some of its games. Yeah. But I don't, I don't oh, see why well. they. That's all nice and all, but they clearly said that they are not interested in that. Yeah, yeah. they're it's a, it's done. Not, not like, interested in a functional use for the Wii U tablet. What? <laughs> the Wii U, like I guess I didn't really read up on it or anything. You could just. You could just play stuff on it by itself, right? And then just walk around away from your system? Or is it just not too like, far away from your system? Oh. Yeah, that, that's kind of the point. You're still tethered, whether you want to or not. You're okay. still a little bit tethered. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the point. Like, for you, you, you deploy, you swear, 
basically they made it so that any game that you are playing on your Wii U, somebody else can turn the TV, but you can still play it on the tablet. Yep. That way you can play your game and dad can watch his baseball game. But yep. you're doing it like, together. Like, dad, get out of here. You don't even watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Secretly, he's turning, on his, uh, he's turning on his PS3 so you can play MLB The Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stupid dad. That's actually what I see more happening. Like two siblings playing playing two different video games now. You know what's bad? Then the Nintendo kid will always lose out. He'll always have to go play on his tablet somewhere else in the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 guys are on the TV. Yep. Because they have the option to go leave. So they'll always have to be the ones to leave. Nintendo causing divisions. Oh my god. 2013. (laughs) Whenever it comes out. out, Whenever But okay. Um. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Mikey, what did you want to talk about? I want to talk about David Cage because I personally love the guys over at Quantic Dream. But uh, he said something recently that kind of stood out for some people, especially in this day and age of games. Uh, He went on to say stuff about how games need to grow up and how many monsters slash aliens slash zombies can you kill in games. A lot. A lot. Apparently. Apparently he thinks about too many um, he's he's kind of frustrated with the industry on why people aren't taking more risks and why mm-hmm. no one's making more mature, uh, more emotion-driven kind of games like his team is. But I'm almost saying like, yes, it sucks there isn't, but you should be happy because you have job security because that means if you're the only ones making it, y'all are going to sell them right. to the people you want to go and no one else is going to go anywhere else to get them. But it's, it's also, I mean, like... You know, I think we all said before, too, it's just because it's business, right? Like, I personally don't like horde mode type of games. It's like, oh. You know, really? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's boring. Like, I don't want to sit there and be like, have an endless wave of me. Just like, there's no point. Like, there's no ending to it. Like, I really do like those type of games where it's like, there is an ending. There's a reason for me to get there. Like, when well, I play. He's not, he's not talking about just like well, horde well, mode. No, 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 I, I know. But like, it's just like what you said. Like, how many zombies can you kill and all this other stuff, right? But. Well, um, it's more about the content in games. It's like more like how yeah. many times well, can we what... save an entire nation against some nuclear threat that's an inside cover-up that, I don't know, something. I don't know. Oh. But you I, know, I guess. It's just that it's... It's like, I mean, why Why do we... Ha- like, why can't we have more games like... Codic, you know? man. <laughs> that's that's really what it is, I think. It's just Bobby because it's, what it's, yeah, it's, it's just what it sells. I mean, as much as sweet of a reason that is, it's... Yeah. Well, well, yeah, man. He'll... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. I was gonna say the industry, especially more. I'd say you know after the Wii, where they saw that. Actually, no. I'm sorry, not after the Wii, but um, Call of Duty. Like when they saw how many people were buying into that game, you know, and how many people you can get to 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 you know to buy stuff by you know I guess making things more you know more simple. Or following a formula, you know, even though technically speaking at the time of Call of Duty was kind of making that formula, but you know, that showed a lot of, I guess, the business types of the industry that you know people aren't necessarily looking for brand new stuff all the time. They're not looking for new yeah, gameplay but, experiences. A lot of people would just buy more of the same thing. But how many shooters can we make? I mean, he goes on to say that, like, how many shooters can we make before eventually it just becomes tedium yeah, oh, that- well, yeah but again, i mean i understand that i do und- I, I totally agree I'm- that if we if we just continue to do the same thing over and over and over again 
that and it'll bottom out. People will get tired of it, which actually we're starting to see anyway. Well, actually, more so with the the more casual games. I think with like you know the Zanga stuff, but you know, I mean, people like even this Call of Duty. Like people are excited for it, but I'm not hearing the same things. I'm here. I was hearing about Modern Warfare Three and Modern Warfare Two. You know, like I'm not hearing no. the same levels of excitement. Don't get me wrong; it's still going to sell millions possibly might break records i, I don't know but right. i do think people are getting tired of the normal formula it's it's sort of like a bubble like there is an actual finite a, a number of how many first sh- person shooters can be made and i think well, the industry and the industry would love to know that because then they'll make exactly that number and then stop because they'll have milked that milk that sector for as much as they can so unfortunately the problem is it's, it's the problem is it's a lot and it's a lot more than david cage yeah. not that he necessarily likes but there, it's uh, enough that they're continuing to pursue that at the expense of other games that might be more interesting to at least cage if not other people but you know what the problem the real problem here is is not the fact that like you know we i know we're talking about the fact that you know the industry is making a lot of the same things over and over again but at the same time there is a lot of new stuff coming out as well and new experiences uh but you know he says that the industry needs to grow up like you know having monsters, aliens, and and zombies are a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you can have games with monsters, aliens, zombies. You can even have games with space marines and regular marines, a modern warfare game. The problem is that they just need to kind of mix the formula up, you know, or they need to provide new experiences. Also, it's the fact that they're overused. Like, I can't, like, they're so overused. Well, they're overused, but, like, for example, I mean, the modern you know, Soldier has been overused, you know, for years now, but that didn't stop Spec Ops from being an amazing game. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's because they did things differently. So, I mean, you could, like, I mean, like, you can have those archetypes, you know, the, the, the monster, the space marine, the alien, the zombies, but the gameplay, the changes in the gameplay is what matters. And you know what? Technically speaking, you might not even have to change the gameplay. Maybe you need to increase, you know, um, you know, improve the AI or do better job storytelling or things like that. These are all things that can, you know, make these games better. Right. You don't but necessarily have to make heavy rain style, not even style no, games, but type but of games. No, he's saying that. like, he's saying that we have the same kind of emotion out of games as well. Like we've all got this uh, I think he says Peter Pan syndrome where we just all want to be kids. And it's just, he says like, he's talking about like, we don't just need the satisfaction of, you know, the fantasy, like something maybe more like what we get out of emotional movies or, you know, things like that nature, like that we can get out of a game that we probably like. Okay. And no, I understand that, but trust me, Spec Ops was no fantasy of mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know that's the thing. Like, um, uh, like that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of what I'm trying. There's a lot of games out there that, like, he's saying that, like, you know, the ga- games of these types are childish, but that's not necessarily the case. 
but I don't I don't think Spec Ops. I mean, he, he's citing the. Spec I think Spec Ops is the outlier here. I think if, yeah. if every shooter was like Spec Ops, I don't think he'd have the problem with that. I think if anything, he's arguing we need more Spec Ops. We need more. You know, I don't think. I mean, you can, the shooter like, framework is overplayed. But I think is it, what he what, if you're, he's looking for that sort of emotional meat to a piece that I mean, Call of Duty is all fluff. Most most games are are, are mostly fluff. He the games that he, he wants have like emotional resonance that he because I mean you can sit there and you can say that he's talking about well you know like what, what's he gotten beyond two souls so far we've seen some kind of ghost some kind of girl with superpowers and they're going up against what cops and some some military types right. like fundamentally we've seen all that in other games so it you know on the surface he's really not doing anything that you know that even he should be talking about but i think it's the story that that he's really focused on i think and i i'd love to see if he has comments anywhere about spec ops because i i think that he i think he he maybe not he'd like the game but i think he'd at least be happy that it was attempted well what's wrong with having fluffing games you're like what's wrong with having a movie nothing but nothing but there's just when it's oversaturated and overmarked when there's nothing but fluff out there it's like there's nothing i can emotionally get out of anything then i'm pretty if you look there's if it's nothing but fluff that's what I'm saying, but that we don't live. We, the industry right now is not nothing but fluff. There's a lot of fluff, but that's because it is video games. You see what I'm saying? I know, no, but we're trying to get to a point in the industry where we get more than just fluff. Well, you are getting it. more than just fluff right now. I mean, but he's, he's saying there's not, there's not enough stuff that's not fluff. There's too. I don't think he's calling for the end of fluff. He's just saying we need to move in a direction that decreases the fluff. It's like eating too many. It's like if you you came home for for dinner and you had you know like a bowl of asparagus and some cookies and you just eat all the cookies and like one piece of asparagus. He's calling for a more balanced diet. What if people don't want an emotional game? Like what if that's not but what they're that, looking for? I mean, well, well I, I guess the question I, is, is that what we're seeing. I really clearly, like asparagus. He doesn't. Clearly, <sighs> he doesn't. Um, <laughs> you you reacted very well to to Spec Ops. Um, I'm, you know, I'm curious I, I, about Spec Ops. I haven't played. I'm curious about Heavy Rain. I haven't played it, um, but that's, you know, that, that's my own issues. But I think, I guess maybe that's part of what he's lamenting is that if, if if this is the industry that people have wanted and this is the industry that people are getting, it's a little bit sad because he would like the overall industry to be more, you know, have, just have a little more substance to it, and that's not what we're seeing. Mm. Okay, I mean, I, I re- be honest with you, I'm trying to think of the games that I've played recently that just have you know ridiculous stories or just are filled with emotional fluff or you know like you know filled with fluff to the point where the 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 characters and the stories aren't moving you know what i'm saying i mean like david cage is on one he's his games are on one side of the spectrum but there are games that meet that middle you know what i'm saying there are the alan wakes there are right but i'm saying there's more on the whole other side of david cage's spectrum like there's way more fluff than there is just about anything, and there might be a few medium and borderline games, but there's not many versus. I would say there's there's more than a, a medium, a, a, a few, because the thing is, there's a few, but I'd still say there's a shit ton more fluff. There's a lot of there's a lot of fluff out there. I mean, you have the the Wii, which is just nothing but fluff. I mean, that, I'm not talking are, okay outside but, of Wii party hmm. games. No, like, I'm talking just, like just Wii, the Wii in general. Is me is like you know their target demographic is is family so they're gonna have a lot of those games that don't have you know stories with deep emotional ties and you know stuff I, like that or or no, moving I, stories I and say, care about the characters they don't have some... they, I'm not saying they don't have them at all they have some yeah. but out of all the consoles they probably have the least 
But, you know, look, I'm looking, I'm going to look through my backlog real quick because it's the closest thing to me. Let's see. <laughs> it's Let's close see. to you and yet so far yeah. away. So, like, right now I'm looking at, like, inversion. That's not real. That's not fluff. I mean, like, the gameplay itself, I mean, it is a, it is a shooter, but the story is actually, like, actually, especially by the time you get to the end of that game, the story is actually pretty heavy. Uh, I got Need for Speed, uh, the run. That's a lot of fluff. But Infamous, I wouldn't call a bunch of fluff, especially Infamous 2. El Shaddai. Um, like, Jesus Christ. I got uh, Gears 3. Meh. You know, but... <laughs> but still, I'm looking at, I'm like, looking at my games here. Like, I mean, I picked up Transformers, War for, uh, Fall of Cybertron. Based off of the story on the first one, that's not going to be filled with fluff. Like, sure, it has transforming, it has transforming robots, and they're shooting at each other, but still... The game, like the story that's told and how it's told, does. It, I mean, I'm not. I'm not crying for Optimus Prime, but at the same time, it does provide an emotional attachment to the main characters or the characters that you're actually playing. You but, see, like, I, I don't think this problem is as bad as he's making it out to be. But, but for, first of all, I don't. I don't know if your backlog is representative of the typical gamer's library. Um, but but second, even so, I think if you look at the, the number of games, each of the, those that have sold versus, you know, the games that you listed as fluff, you know, Need for Speed, uh, you know, Call, Call of Duty. I mean, that's the problem is Call of Duty is the elephant in the room. It's so it's so large that it, it pretty much whatever Call of Duty is, it's almost going to dwarf everything else by comparison. And so, you know, you look at that versus, you know, I mean, all those games you mentioned are, are great games, but even, even Spec Ops, I don't think sold that well. I mean, Inversion, I don't I don't know how well that sold. Um no, that didn't sell but, that well. But but I, I no. think that's the problem. For its own reasons. It's, it's so. not even. A, I think his problem maybe isn't so much that these. I guess he's saying that we need to make more games, and I guess the fundamentally these games are getting made, but they're still sort of on the fringes. I mean, I guess you know Mass Effect was it, it wasn't really fluff, but and and that that did relatively well. But I wouldn't call Dragon Age fluff either. No, nah, but. I don't know. It's it's it's. I think it, there are more games hitting that middle ground more than ever now you know that's the thing more than ever but the thing is like there are i mean there's there's just gonna be games that are just games yeah they're gonna be games that are just games and you know we they're never gonna go away and they're not a, they're not bad you know but you know when they go and they make these games there's a couple of things that happens either they say hey our tar- target demographic is family our target demographic is a mature audience our target demographic is this and that and then sometimes they're like well we want to sell as many as possible so what can we do to make a game that just sells a whole bunch of units and then they start cloning other games and you know stuff is, like that isn't this fundamentally though sort of like somebody complaining that like the oscars only gives awards to like arty movies and like the big you know, summer blockbuster movies, you know, the fluff, you know, it makes a lot of money, but no one really cares. Isn't that, isn't this basically the same argument, but applied to games that he's looking for more sort of arty, you know, narrative, you know, investments that, you know, people will make and and they'll get the critical acclaim. But fundamentally at the end of the day, it's going to be your, your Michael base explosions. That's making all the money. I would, I'd agree with that. Well, because, you know, it's just that, I mean, in itself, I think um, maybe the guy doesn't really also realize, like, with that with that reference, you know, like Michael Bay movie or something like that, like, like say kung fu movies, right? There's a lot of there's like a lot of boom of kung fu movies during the seventies and eighties because generally it's just kung fu, it's kung fu fighting, right? And China, China, like, did that, and everybody, everybody now, even though like you know, you see all these reruns and uh, even in Best Buy, all these random ass kung fu movies that you'll never hear stuff, right? 
But maybe it's a, it's the idea that like you you take something as like say fluff, and if somebody just were to just focus on like fluff material, like that person in itself could like realize that there is art in itself on how to make the perfect fluff because not everybody could really make good fluff. Like does that make sense when I say that? It does. It does. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. So like it, maybe he just doesn't you know kind of you know actually realize that people who really make awesome movies like Michael Bay makes a lot of money making his fluff movies because he, you know, refined that and he took, you know, all these years of practice and, and research and whatever it is like to make his fluff, his own fluff. Like that's, that's why it makes a lot of movie. I mean, a lot of money. Sorry. Makes a lot of movie. <laughs> that, that's just, I guess just what I wanted to say. Since you guys they, I know that like with, with music, for example, I know they're working on an algorithm to, for, for a computer to be able to write the perfect pop song. I think they've tried this a few times and it's entirely, I think possible to sort of break down what rhythms that people respond to and, you know, sort of what generically will work. But at the end of the day, that doesn't necessarily make it anything better than the, the, the pop, that we get now as far as some of the more the more meatier you know songs that that really might resonate with somebody it's i don't know i I mean i'm not saying that it's not a talent to be able to do that but if if you're if you want if you want more art you want more art you don't want you don't want what's not art and uh i I think that's that's cage's fundamental problem he loves art and that's fine but don't say that the, the you know the industry needs to grow up you know, just because they're not making your type of game. Yeah, it, it it seems a little too pretentious saying that just because I focus on one particular type of genre that everybody else doesn't like. Oh, I like I don't understand this. You know, because I just only do this and I'm like superior to that type of genre. I don't know. It's, it's, all, it's like he scoffs at the other games, but some right. games are good games and they're just totally fluff, like Saints Row the Third. That is. 150% fluff and it's an awesome game. Right. You know, as a, as a gamer, I you know, I do I love games that do give me a full experience, uh you know, a great story and all that stuff, but I don't need every game to do that for me. You know, I sometimes I just need a game where, you know, I put on a hot dog suit and I go rob a bank. <laughs> you, you <laughs> but, see, but see that's what I mean too. That's like one of those intensive like crazy because you when when's the last time you put on a hot dog suit and robbed the bank in any other game oh, i thought you meant in real life I was gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> well that's why i said in any other game like it's like that's one of those things where it was refined to that point of fluffiness i guess it's like oh you know so that's why it's like almost almost an art in itself making saints row you know right yeah but yeah i mean that's the thing i mean I, that's my, my. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I told I love his games, and I told and I I totally respect the games that he makes and the vision he has for his games. And I'm totally okay with that. But to say the industry, the rest of the industry needs to grow up, you know, that's that's that does sound pretentious. I mean, you could he could totally approach it another way, kind of like some of the other people in the industry have been. Like you know, we need more original ideas you know which is is, is true like, is the original ideas don't get any money put back to them because they know they don't want to take the risk and then it just goes to a for fluff game that will get the money to back it and then it sells well well for now i mean we are coming to the end of the console cycle so um if there's a little bit more desperation than normal <laughs> i think actually 
Um, the, another thing, because we're coming to the end of the console cycle, is you know, when the new consoles roll out, which should be sometime next year, we should have some brand new IP, some of the, you know, some of these new ideas uh, that people have been working on should be finally showing. Yeah, I like how all that worked out for Cameo. <laughs> well, I mean, I like Cameo. A lot of people like Cameo. Yeah. I really haven't. And it didn't to take off. Yeah, but I mean, and then the uh, Perfect Dark died. Uh, that was just, and then I'm trying to think of all the lo- Res- Resistance was a new one that kind of took off, and now it's pretty much gone. After three games, like, hey, three okay, games. but who? But not many people. I will put like only reason it was played was because it was a PS3 exclusive. And even then, I bet you people bought Call of Duty over it and then never played Resistance because of Call of Duty. Dude, you can't complain if it had three games. Plus games on the PSP. On the PSP. They had like two games on the PSP, right? That series did fine. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have made like five games, you know, like in total. Yeah, exactly. If if the first was like, the first one was good. But now it's, it's done. Like it's, it's gone. Well, yeah, good. They should be getting rid of some of these series after they've you know, been running it through the entire life cycle, you know, life cycle of the console. Like, I don't want them to make any more Max Payne games. I think they need to stop making Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> well, no, actually, no. I don't want them to make any more Max Payne. Actually, I didn't want to make. I didn't want them to make any more Max Payne's after two. No, I, I, I wanted them to make more Max Payne's after two, but now with three and the way three ended, I'm like, let them be. Let, let, Dude, let them go. How two up, ended? They, how two sold. ended? How did it? How did, did it sell well? Max Payne. Yeah. Um, not to the expectation. If it sold well, there'll be another one. If it didn't, forget it. It didn't sell the expectations. Huh? It didn't sell the expectations. But the thing is, Max Payne 2 didn't sell all that great either. Yeah. So, I mean, they still... Was it critically acclaimed? Did it get good reviews? Yeah, but so did Max Payne 3. Yeah, we'll get a Max Payne 4. So, wow. I thought thought Max Payne 3 was a disappointment. I don't know. Well, according to well, according to take two to investors, yeah. But you know, that's... but they're only thinking about money though, like it, like because of, of video games and, and there's just so many more factors and aspects to like what a video game is and what it um, translates over to like the players that it it's not they don't see the like the full spectrum, you know, when it just when it's just money in their minds. Okay, well, we need to move to the next point because we're way over time. <laughs> what topic was that? Either? Right, that was a, the David that was a, Cage. The cage. Was David Cage led to that back was the to shortest pain. article too. It would literally was like two paragraphs. <laughs> like that, we spent like like forty five minutes on that. <laughs> so, uh, you wanted to talk about esports, Joe? Yeah. Um, well, I'll try to you know make it simple. Like esports, um, there's uh, this article that I read where. You know, um, uh, okay, like the one of the creators of League of Legends, hey, what's up? Um, like said that he feels like in his lifetime, he's um, he would like uh, he would see video games or esports, you know, in general, I guess, uh, going to the Olympics. But you know, the article saying like I don't think so because like you know, there's certain points of you know like athleticism that still have to be met. But then all these other major players in the world like you know people like in korea to play, you know like uh, when they play starcraft you know part of their actual training regimen is actually workout you know like um you to train your to train your mind also means you have to train your body and you know like even people in in the fighting game community like daigo and stuff you know they would say that they have to like exercise physically to be able to you know keep up mentally you know with with 
the ever-changing, you know, um, metagame of, I don't know, like, of, like, fighting games or any competition, like, competition-level games, right? So, that's why, and that's why with the League of Legends, but um, how how that's kind of, like, you know, like an eSport now, and it's kind of, like, one of the biggest um, competitive games out now. But, you know, that, that's why he was just saying that he would, it's possible that he thinks in his lifetime he'll see uh, eSports in the Olympics, and I just want to know what you guys think about that. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Nobody? No, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> okay, no, I, I think the the point that, that they make towards the end of the article, mm-hmm. uh, where they basically talk about how the fact that nobody owns any of the actual sports. I mean, FIFA supports soccer, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're, they're governing bodies over all of these sports, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, nobody owns them. You can, you know, you can as long as you have a ball, you can get together with a bunch of your friends and play just about any of these. I mean, you don't you don't need a regulation ball. You don't need a re- regulation hoop to play basketball. Um, yeah. But but games themselves are owned. Fundamentally, they're a product. And I, I can't see a a, 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 a a competition committee such as the Olympics ultimately endorsing any one of those. To, to bring it in, to bring it in as a sport. I mean, it, it even points out it took them was it? It, it it took them till 2009 to consider chess a sport, and even then they don't even play it at the Olympics. They have their own separate chess Olympiad, which it had actually been going on for 80 years previously. I'm sorry, it was 1999, 1999 for chess. Um, but it's 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 not. I, I don't I don't dispute any of the uh, I I don't, I don't dispute any of the the gamers. To compete at that level, you have to be very athletic in, in mind and spirit and body. I don't I don't dispute that, but I think just the fundamental problem that that I mean because even then, you know, I mean look at look you know look at what's happening with with Counter Strike that Jarrett was talking about earlier is that mm-hmm. you know that's a competitive game where now they've released a new version and they're they're changing it a bit and so right. it's fundamentally different. I mean we might see that in say football where they might change where you're doing the kickoff from. Uh, you know, from time to time, and you know, then they have committees that go over that. Right. But I think at at the end of the day, football, like no, you you can still the NFL is not selling. There's no you don't need to purchase football to to participate in it. You need, you know to purchase a football, but you know the the NFL doesn't have isn't invested in that the same way that Blizzard would be invested in competitive StarCraft or, or, or Riot would be invested in competitive League of Legends. I think that but, conflict I mean, is what but, hangs it up. Well, but at the same time, even though at, at its most basis form, right, what's to say, like, if I can't play football without a football, right? So wouldn't, like, the football in itself kind of be, like... My- like, I understand that a football itself isn't owned by anyone, you know, and you could you could make a football if you want, but like it, it's just almost like the same. Uh, I feel like like the, the argument where you still need these quote unquote regulation things to play these rules or this game. It's, it's, it's not my, even. Oh wait, no, you go, go ahead. Mike. Go ahead. No. I, my issue separate from this. I'm gonna wait till this one. No, it, I guess I just want. It's not even. It's not even selling the equipment, but because. I mean, fundamentally, I mean, football is sort of a unique example because the ball is unique. Um, but, I mean, soccer, all you need is a ball and, and whatever you can imagine to be goals. And you can play soccer just about anywhere. Um, you know, the same kind of goes for basketball or, or you know, uh, you know, so, you know it's, it's, I mean, all, all equipment-based, of course. But fundamentally, no, I mean, ga- games are more almost – at least the way that the, the, the games that are – used in the olympics they're almost ideas that are very separate 
like separate from from like nobody can copyright any of those things. Now that, that's not to say that if somebody came up with football in today's environment, they wouldn't copyright it and, and somehow prevent people from playing it. But it it just it just seems that I don't I, I what I could see happening maybe is an esports tournament getting so well recognized that maybe the Olympics will bless them and it'll be a separate event from the Olympics that'll maybe be under the Olympic banner. But I can't see it like being at the summer, the winter Olympics. Okay. You know, like we're flipping around. Okay. Here's the swimming. Here's the gymnastics. Oh, here's the Starcraft channel that I, I don't, I don't think we're going to get to that. My problem is with balance. Um, Games, not all games, are very balanced. And with games the way they change, like we talked about earlier, it can change the way we would have to play the game. Whereas football, I'm pretty sure it's going to be played the same way. Um, well, but that, that's also saying, though, like, what if, like, okay, like Michael Jordan, right? So you play basketball. Basketball's been the same for all no, these but, years. But no, why? but that's the player. That's Jordan, not, that's not the game. Michael Jordan? <laughs> No, 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 but I, I'm just trying to um, add that one factor, right? Like, what? so if one if one player made it, like, but, like, you know, when it comes to video games, one player could find out how to, quote-unquote, break the game. Wouldn't everybody try to do that? Like, isn't that what, that's the problem now with, like, say, like, with fighting games or, or like, League of Legends or something like that? Like, like oh, man, this character's really good because somebody learned how to play this character a specific way with specific items. It just makes this person, like this character, really, really awesome. Yeah. Is it the player? Is it the the player that found that out, or is it the character? Yeah, that- but you know, that I, I think that kind of thing, though. Um, and it's funny that we keep going back to football because football's not an Olympic sport. Well, yeah, or, American football. You know, um, but no, but you you can look at. I think it was like the two thousand three or the two thousand four season um, when when the Colts and the Patriots played. And, and uh, the Patriots roughed up the Colts receivers and jammed them at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, the Colts complained about it after they lost the game. And so the next year, the NFL said, OK, you know what? You got that five yard rule. You can't touch the receiver for five yards after the line of scrimmage. And it opened up the, the game offensively. So fundamentally, sports, I guess, are sports are changed. But in this case, there, it's the governing committee that's agreed upon by all the players and and you know all the owners and everybody sort of sanctioning and saying these are what the rules are in the case of i guess gaming it's the it's the people that made the game who are financially invested in this game who would be benefiting from any changes that are made and so i mean maybe if in order for this to work you need to have sort of like an olympic committee that would work with you know blizzard or riot or whomever to make sure that the games are moderated properly so that not it's not just that a patch you know might you know stop you know certain overpowered builds but also it plays fair for everybody and all the you know all the competitors understand that um i don't i don't i think i I think right now it feels more like you know the i mean you know the the developers take feedback from the community but for the most part they act on their own and the community just has to respond whether or not you know they feel those decisions were right or not Yeah, there's a there's a difference between you know uh, a player being really good, like you said, Michael Jordan, well, at the game, and well, then I, I a- guess I, I guess what I was just about to try to make was like the whole you know what he said, like certain play styles or something. Or what if a, a player finds out a certain play style that seems to dominate, and everybody copies that play but style? It's not a, but we're not talking about play style. We're talking about like. Uh, like an item that is completely right 
or that only works that only works for certain characters right and then then that would force everyone to play that one character or to always have that one character there we go that's that's what i'm saying is it the person that found out that item is broken on one specific character because obviously that if that item was there any character could like use it but only works for like one like but for somehow it only works that specifically for one character but but, but see but michael jordan didn't Find a flaw in the way the well, no, yeah, I mean, was designed. It was, it, was like, it, it was a bad. It was a bad analogy or it, a bad bum. No, no, and that, that's why. That, that, and that's that's why I went. I because I, like I think it's more. It's more akin to you know like like coachable games like football. Okay, or here, 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 here. How about this? Like, you know, like they're like the Wildcat, where the Dolphins found the Wildcat that nobody was using at the time, and they were able to get a ton of wins and a ton of points from using that unique playset. And eventually, teams figured it out. And then, you know, in, in that case, it's almost the system adjusted for itself. Right. Well, so here we go. Like like I said, okay, fine. Not um, not Michael Jordan, right? Like, so make it say, like, but like what, you, what you just said, right? So at that point in time when there's a specific play style that happens or whatever, right? The game itself or, or the people that govern the game have to No, change. that's not the case. The, if it, a play style is kind of like a build. And somebody finds a new build and, you know they will use that build to beat other people until the community figures out a way to beat that build. That's not a balance issue. That's just somebody being really smart at the game. Right. What the problem is, imbalance things. Like, for example, StarCraft. Uh, when StarCraft was, I, I guess, say for maybe the first six months StarCraft was out, um, it was actually very easy for Terran to build Reapers. Okay, mm-hmm. very. They could build them very quickly. They can build them quickly to the point that they could have Reapers out and in somebody's base before the other person even had units, like, you know, fighting, either fighting units out or, you know, uh, some type of defense to take out those Reapers, okay? Or it was to the point where people would have to worry so much about the Reapers that they'd have to, you know, disadvantage themselves and maybe pop a pool early to get defenses out, you know, for Reapers, which basically gives the Terran, the advantage all the way around. That's a balance issue. And stuff like that needs to be, would need to be fixed by, you know, the only people who would fix that would be the people who own the game. Like, only Blizzard can fix that. You know, if they saw fit. Because the only reason they fixed it in the first place is because, you know, people were complaining about it. So that's, I think, what, what Nick, or my say, what Mike is primarily talking about. Yeah, but you could have – I suppose you could have a committee that would just simply say, oh, that build or that tactic is illegal within the, the confines of our competition. So if they see that you're winning because you're, you know, you're, you're, you're spamming your Reapers and then rushing them, um, you know, they could rule you out. If, if they really felt that that was something – that for whatever reason, if Blizzard wanted the game to be that way um, and it was you know, competitively unbalanced, you know, they could always rule around it that way. I mean, I guess technically That's... speaking, yes, but – I mean, why would why like that's the thing? Like, do then what really... would you do? Start the match over again? No, probably disqualify the guy. Disqualify everybody the should know the rules ahead of time. You should know you're not allowed to do that because they pushed Reapers out too early, or they I guess pushed a certain unit out too early. But, then... but, but that's the thing. Like everybody would have to play by those rules. Then and that's yeah. another thing. Everybody yeah. have to play by those that's rules. Like... like for example, like in basketball, walk a walk is a walk, no matter where you play. You know, it depends on the refs, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like a walk is a walk, and certain things like you know, the, uh, there is no gauging that. But you know, 
in one league, and this actually happened, and, well, this actually happens in esports all the time, in one league, you have a set of rules that you have to follow, so, like, you know, when I, you know, I used to play Counter-Strike, there's a set of rules to follow for Cal, there's a set of rules to follow for Sivo, there's a set of rules to follow for, uh, what, what the fuck, I know, team, uh, team Warfare, you know? So basically, you're playing in these different leagues, which that's how esports played, and that's how it's gonna be played. Like I highly doubt there's going to ever be one league that people play for esports because you, it doesn't work like that. But you can you can look at the NBA and and Olympic basketball. I think what NBA games are 48 minutes long. Olympic basketball games I think are only 40 minutes long. There's not. Uh, I mean, there are slight rule changes between the two. I think. I mean, at that level, is, is the, the, I guess as long as the fundamental game is the same, I don't think that's a problem. I think. But the thing is, again, because there's no, you know, anybody can dictate a change to the game where they are. Maybe that's the maybe that's the issue. Is is this would work better if you have, you know, if you can build your own mod that everybody has to play on. So if you've got your own StarCraft mod that everybody has to download and play, and that's got its own rules built in, then you don't have to worry about whatever Blizzard does as far as dictating the development. Now you can control that feature. So if you think a unit's overpowered, you can tune it down. If you think uh, you know, a certain build isn't appropriate, you can just nullify it altogether. And so, so maybe, something like so, that, is, again, as long as it's an even playing field, everybody can work appropriately. So let's say we go to then a turn – let's say we go to whatever the big tournament is for this. Someone pulls out something – no one's ever thought of, but it's completely against what the game was about. Goes against completely what against the, the rules game creator, or against the game. I, no, let's say they find a work around the rules that the game creators didn't even plan on happening or that anyone mm. thought of. Right. Now, is that a tactic or is that yes. an oversight? So it's a tactic then if it's broken and the game developers didn't catch it in time. Hmm. That's what that's what people do, and it's yeah, yeah, it's a tactic. I mean, somebody had to figure that out, right? There's there's nothing to say that they can't then but once it's having broken. Snips, See, that's, there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing to say they can't that's my that point. They can't, they can't rule it out broken. next year. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it's a tactic. I mean, or uh, it would be more of a tactic if you know it was just something, like somebody came up with it, you know. But there's a way. There is something that can balance it out. Like there but, is. A counter tactic to it, but but it's a counter tactic. But this, because it's well, no, because like the counter tactic in itself is you know that someone could do that, and this person is setting up but to do that. But you don't. Let's right. say it was a, it was something that no well, one if knew it, about. Well, if, if it happened the first, and then it got time, released at the tournament, and then the yeah. game creator was like, "Holy shit, why is that in there?" Well, well that's okay. why they, we, we have this thing in the fighting game community called like save that shit for nationals, right? You find something, you're like, "Holy shit, I can win a national with this," right? And you and do it's, it. That's why it can't be. No, so the, but, the, but, but here we go. Think about it though, right? I I had to find that. Like, say if I found something out, right? That's me. If no one for some odd reason we've been playing this game, like, like okay, like Street Fighter Three. It's been out for so so long, right? Dudley wasn't supposed to be like a good character, right? He's like dead middle. Now he's like top three after all the Chun Li's and Kens and all these things because somebody after. You know, all of these years, all these long years, found out that you could do some stupid shit with Dudley, and now he's top tier. Like, is it? Like, and it took all these years to find that out. Is that wrong? But is there a way to stop it? Like, if yeah, you of course. If you, if, if, wait, wait, okay. Oh, wait, 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 let me talk. Let me talk. It. Let me talk. Okay. There's a way. If you know that's coming, you know that's possible. There's a way for you to counter that, or stop that, or at least per, you know prepare for it without giving yourself the disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we're talking about stuff where you can't do that no matter what. Either if you prepare for it, you're now at a disadvantage, or right. there's nothing you can do about it. That's broken, and that can't happen. Oh, yeah. Well, there like, we go. Then, then you, of course, that's, that's when the developers or whatever have to step in and like change it. But, but then that's the thing. But, but, but what, what, what Mikey is saying is that, yeah, that shit just happened for the first time that no one ever knew about. If it happened for the first time, of course, no one knows what to do against it. It happened for the first fucking time. But it's... It's okay. still broken. But that's the thing. Like, if, if there's oh, nothing see, here you can we go. do... It happened for the first time. How would you know if it's broken completely without actually having it in, you know, in competitive... Or, like, not in competitive, like, but in play for, for someone to understand what's going on and say, Hey, well, you know, I can do this or I can do that or whatever. Until after a period of time, people realize, yeah, you can't do anything about that. You just can't say, oh, it's broken the first fucking time you see it. Yeah, you can't say it's broken the first time you see it, but like, let's say a week later you say, they find out, oh, there was nothing he could have did about it anyway because it's a broken tactic. That person really deserved that win then, because they well, used then, that broken tactic. And there tactic. we go. That, it happened a week a week later, right? Then people could decide that. Yeah, but it's too late. The it's too late. It's over. Yeah. All that prize no, if, 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 you, if, if you yeah, win with that build of the game that has a broken tactic, that's that's legal. Yeah, and that's why that, it can't it, be a sport. No, but actually, I know. I, 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 I think actually, because I'm actually kind of turning around on this. I'm actually starting to think this, this could happen. Exactly. There we go. No, because the, the caveat that he said was within his lifetime, and he's a little under thirty. So you figure in the next forty, fifty years, and and, and I, I think a lot of what we're talking about, sort of like policy and 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 a lot of that stuff, I think that'll be figured out by the body, um, the the governing body. As, as far as, well, you know, how would we handle a situation with something broken coming in and that kind of stuff? And a lot of tournaments are already kind of figuring that out now. I think that's not so much the issue. I think really the thing to look at is sort of like the X Games. I think that's another sort of extreme sport that, that came out of nowhere and it was sort of a fringe thing for a while and it's become a little more mainstream. And now isn't Sean White winning gold medals because he's an amazing snowboarder? Like the fact that he's made that transition, I think – Again, I don't know if it'd necessarily be at the Olympics itself, but I could see under some level, a you know, almost like, a, you know, we get the Summer Olympics, the Winter Olympics, and the Video Game Olympics. And I could kind of see that maybe within the next 40 years, I could see that transition happening, especially as games get more and more realistic. I mean, you know, I mean, if you had like Olympic Wii Sports, that actually would be athletic. I mean, you know, you wouldn't have to sort of debate that. So I could easily see something something like that happening within the time frame that's I mean, being talked. I, I could see the Olympic Committee making some type of you know video game Olympic tournament. Yeah, sure, it's fine. But I can't put it that. It, they, the they'll never put that together with the like. I guess the 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 standard Olympic games. Like it would have to stand. Yeah, maybe not with the standard totally Olympic itself. games, but like yeah. with anything. Like I. That's why no, I kind of. That's why just, we have esports. It's a yeah. That's why we have esports, right? Because it's eventually esports. Yeah, it's, it's separate, but. From what you guys are saying, when it comes to rules and regulations, I mean, we're like like basketball played in different places. It's just house rules, yeah. right? That's so. It's just what's the difference between like playing Counter Strike with house rules in different leagues? It's the same thing. It could turn into it. Like I don't, I don't see the difference between that and making an Olympic sport. Yeah, there's some patches, like you know, like uh, League of Legends. They patch it up like every other Tuesday or something like that. But like, it's still the same concept. It's like the map never changes. The map, things in the map really don't change it. The path is still the same. Like the whole concept is still the same. It's just that what changes is like how fast you do it or how, how you do it and whatever. How but many it's times still... have you seen a patch though and then they've gone back and had to patch something else? 
Yeah, like all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm. But that's like saying like in in football, like oh, you can't run into a guy with your helmet anymore. That's stupid. But how yeah. often do you get game changing rules in regular sports versus you don't, game changing oh, you don't, rules? But, see, the, in but here we go. But the game changing rules. It doesn't happen all that. They much. add a character and that can change. In Starcraft, the world. it happens actually. Okay, in Starcraft, I'm not talking about Starcraft. I'm talking about like ge- generality of like some all of these. Um, you uh, add a DLC character games. that changes the game. Yeah. Okay. You but add like, anything that's like. But everybody know? could play that game, like that character, though. That's that's the like that's the balancing issue of it. I think we you have to lock down the build a certain amount of time before. Okay. The actual competition, but so just, people could get just familiar because, with it. yeah, but like just because you add something to it doesn't take away anything from the players. Like, like say, like okay, like the new mm-hmm. little tiger lion thingy that just came out. Like, oh, he's bro-. like I'm, I don't know yet. I haven't played him, but man, I don't know what people say about him. Like, but let's say, oh, he's so broken, right? At the beginning but, of but this, but you can play him. I can play him. Jared, did can we play not him. just? Did we not just agree that like when they've released a new champion that it was yeah. at the very beginning of this cast that's always yeah yeah, yeah. no no I said bit. that but but like the whole point is that everybody has access to him you know so it's it's so I'm really good with a character so I need to sacrifice the character I like to play with so I can play the character that'll let me so I can never well that's I'm, on you uh, that, that's that's really that's not the game that's on you if you don't want to play that character then don't. If no I, one's telling you that's I if am, you if you want to that's win. That's how you, you win. <laughs> no, if, if okay, you can win easier, but you still can win with anything else. That's the whole difference. Yeah. Like like Mike Dem- like, I mean like you know like um Jack Dempsey. I, he was like the smallest heavyweight back then in boxing, right? But he would win. Why? Because of his technique. Every every ad- disadvantage like he, he has every disadvantage to lose, but he'll win. You know, it's just the it's the player that makes the game. It's not the game, whatever broken tactic or whatever item or whatever it is. That's why you're a player. You know, that's what competitive competition is. Like you're not supposed to win easy in every competition. Then that's just easy. But like you know, every there's other people that's gonna make it hard for you. That's why you rise up to that occasion. Hence, Rocky theme song music. Or you play the same way everyone else does. Or Got yeah, it. If, if that's if that's the easiest way to win, yeah, sure. But other people still win without playing how everybody else wins, right? Unless the game's broken. Anyways. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, uh, one thing that's, that happens with sports that doesn't happen with, well, I shouldn't say doesn't happen with video games. It does happen with some. But the, with a lot of the games that are being played competitively now, a lot of the games that are being played competitively now aren't necessarily like when the developers are thinking about what changes to make, what characters to put in, and what to add to the game. They're not necessarily thinking of, okay, well, let's do this specifically for the competitive community. They have to, they have to fit a broad spectrum. Like they have to fit the casuals and the competitive guys. And some communities or some games are nice enough to kind of separate the two. You know, but a lot of them aren't. Whereas basketball, when they make rules for basketball, it is for competition. Football, yeah. competition. There is but, no casual NFL. There's no casual NBA. But if you're, if, yeah, if you're Blizzard, if, if you're, and no, like, but, and yeah, the NBA no, is not making rules for it. That, that's yeah. But yeah, if you're, no, because like because you're in this league, quote, like let's just say that, right? Not a league, but it's you and your friends playing street ball. It's your own rules and whatever your own regulations. What's the difference between that and like that's the governing body for the four or five people playing in this, like you know, in that street. 
Uh, I'm talking about uh, official stuff though. Like it's well, like, yeah, but that's but that's a like what I'm saying is that's the same difference because like in your game, if you guys are playing together, what you guys say is official in that game of your it's version. It's not the same thing because what the point I'm trying to get is like I don't understand what you're saying. Like me and a couple guys play street ball. We have our own rules is one thing, but what I'm trying to say is more like the NBA is setting rules for street ball and for the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's what the point I'm kind of trying to get because Blizzard will be setting, like you know, when in StarCraft, Blizzard will be setting the rules, you know, to try to okay. please the if casuals. And to the I, I kind of, I kind of understand what you're saying, but like, there's people that do, like, that's why, like, uh-huh. but, but if you're Blizzard though, and the the Olympic Committee comes to you and says we want an official Olympic build for StarCraft, completely separate from whatever you guys push out competitively on your servers, but we want this just for our own competition purposes. Wouldn't you work with them, and wouldn't you at least come up with a, with a build? Well, build? there's a problem with that because then how does anyone practice for a build that they don't have? Well, that well, oh, you, so you'd make it available, but at some point you'd have to lock it down. Everybody agrees this is what we're going to compete with, and then that's what you go with. And and maybe aside, maybe aside for the occasional bug fix, and I don't even, and I I would say only things that might crash the system level bugs. Um, Aside from that, I think you go with it and then give everybody time to learn. I think that's something that'll get hashed out in the future. When uh, see, here we go, but what if the whole time to learn, they, somebody finds a loophole and you know, basically loops again to the same argument. Somebody finds out something, right? And that's just like, and that's a that's like you said, save it for nationals because that's yeah, a, exactly. And that's what I'm saying better. is that it'll, it'll never go away. Whatever game you play, there's always going to be something that's just but, eventually going to be found out. Whether, you know, like, that's just good. Well, I think the, the, they, they're going to let the person win if it's not against the rules of time. The person's going to win. They're going to get the gold medal or whatever. But, but if, it's not like, you know, somebody winning based off of, you know, uh, something broken they found in the game is broken, not going to hold yeah. the, yeah, it's not gonna hold the same resonance as somebody winning a gold medal because, you know, they actually beat somebody at you know a competition but in, in in a game in a game pretty much any of these games since they're you know competitive you're playing these online the games have to be hosted somewhere who's to say that there's not uh you know an official governing body overwatching yeah. all practices yeah. so well, okay. I mean, it, somebody else somewhere is aware of it and then yeah. they can go ahead and you know react accordingly but there's i mean there's also like common sense like you know we're talking about like tactics that is just okay like something um i guess i just remember this thing you know, fighting games broken. There's this thing in Marvel vs. Capcom that Dante could do. It's called we call it the Quicksilver glitch. Basically, he just free like there's like a glitch where he does something where it just freezes your character, like the like the opposing character, and you just chip them out. Okay, and then they can't do it. Like they can't move their character. They can't do anything. It's a glitch, right? And that's like insta ban. The first, you know, like because of the fact that you t- you take away. You know, um, somebody's ability to do anything about let's, it, right? That's broken. Then that's what do you do? Then what do you do if like no one knew about until like the let's say no one knew about until Evo, they bust out on finals and they won. Okay, well here we go. At that point in time, if it's like what happened, or like oh he like glitched the game, so I cannot play. Like my I I have no input in the outcome of this game. Then I'm it's common sense. I think everybody says like everybody would say yeah that's bullshit. Like you know. Like, there's still common sense. You still have to remember that like, we're still... But according to you, that's a tactic. Well, it's a tactic, but at the same time, of course, like I said, there's common sense. There's always going to be, like... So where do we draw the line between tactic and bullshit? Okay, like, um, unblockables in Marvel, I think it's bullshit, but it's legal, right? Glitches that make you not be able to play 
in the same sense, it's the same thing, but this completely eliminates you ever pressing any buttons, moving, X-Factor, whatever it is. Like, you can't have any input in the game. That's broken. That's, right? might as well just say, unblockable at income on any uh, character coming in in Marvel, and that's broken, apparently. Well, dude, I hate Marvel. <laughs> but, well, like... But no, but like, I'm just saying, like, what you said earlier was if I found a tactic and it was the first time anyone ever seen it, then it's a tactic. It's a now, yeah. now you're going back and saying if no, I found no, this I'm glitch, not, that's, going, that's a tactic. Well, ta- I mean, of course. That, I mean, I totally forgot about the fact that you're, there's, still, um, there's still common sense, though. Like, what you're, like, what you're saying is, like, yeah, a but, gameplay technique. Like, there is – okay, like, I agree with you. There are certain things as broken, but if you can't like, – like that, but that's, that's in a sense, like, you can't even play anymore. You know, that's that's just common sense. That's, but that's why I'm saying this can't be at the Olympics is because of that. Okay, but could you but imagine you talk, if someone but, did that in front of millions of viewers? Right. Like, you but know that's how like interesting saying, and like, the Olympics bullshit that doesn't would have be? any. No one would want to watch it again. Like, it would be like after this after this Olympics. Don't you think there's a lot of people that won't watch this Olympics anymore? What about the uh, the women's soccer with the uh, was it was it Canada that we played against that uh, got chippy with some bad calls and and there was some. Uh, we got a little bit violent there, and and I mean, it's not quite the same as a glitch, but clearly the rules weren't, yeah. they weren't exactly being I mean, enforced as fairly as they could have been, and I guess we benefited and Canada didn't. Right. I mean, well, it's, like, it's, like, I mean, I mean comp- there's always going to be some sort of you know unpredicted, unpredictable nature to competition. Right. I mean, maybe you give a referee who can rule what a glitch or a glitch that's, isn't. That's 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 where it is, right? Like yeah. we have referees in all of these um, all these type of competitions and stuff. Don't, same thing with same thing with fighting games. Somebody will have to say something at that moment in time when something happens. Well, well, like whether the referee agrees that okay, that wasn't broken, which in oversight maybe could be like broken, like you know, like say the whole Pacquiao fight or whatnot, you know? Yeah. Like. It's like same thing like that. I mean, everybody saw it. That was stupid. That's like televised on HBO. Pacquiao beat him up, right? But he won anyways. Like that's like that's you know like it's the same concept, yeah. right? Because shit, the referee, shit. the the governing <laughs> body, the governing body said that's okay. Like I mean, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Because like, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess we're just gonna end it on agreeing to disagree because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be a yeah, it's gonna go in a circle, but Pretty it's a good much. discussion. It's a good discussion. All right, so we're gonna just clip the rest of the Mashcast on that, and we're gonna talk about what's coming out next week. Okay, uh, we got oh Guild Wars, Guild Wars two, oh, like that one. Um, we got an, uh, well, I guess Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for the PS3N, Madden mm-hmm. NFL thirteen. Yeah, Madden. That's 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 a that's just a tiny little. The Ratchet piece. and Clank collection. Uh, oh, the Rock Journey and... collection. The I'm sorry, the that game company. Well, Journey collection, that game company collection. Wouldn't, wouldn't Journey be played under Rock Band Blitz? Har har. Oh, ha 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 ha. Uh, God of War Saga. Yeah, I thought they already released the HD collection for that. Well, no, but now it's just Saga that has all five. Of the games. Oh. Oh no, it says August 28th. It might be wrong now. I don't know. I never even heard of it. But... So, next week, not looking that hot. Besides uh, Guild Wars. And Madden. Wait, there's an infamous besides collection? Guild Wars. And Madden. And besides Guild Wars. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> um, infamous collection? Oh, I guess the two. Yeah, because they never had the two games together, so that would make sense. 
Is there any bonuses to that? Like picking I that don't up? know. I saw it like I see. I don't know if these are right though. Maybe I'm, it says August twenty eighth, but uh, okay. So it's well, Festival of Blood, extra missions, additional character costume, power ups, and weapons. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, I got all that with the legendary, except that I had to buy um, the expansion on my own. So mm-hmm. it's not right. a. It's not a game, but patch 5.04 is uh, dropping for WoW next week. That's the beginning of uh, the next expansion, Mr. Pandaria, coming out in September. Pandarans. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Those female Pandarans look scary to me, though. Sca- oh, you got to look. If you look at my WoW thoughts, the very last. Link, yeah, that video, I clicked yeah, oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. I, it's I, so I, like, I, I read your oh. stuff and I like clicked on that video and I'm like, the female pandas scare the crap out of me. really yeah they don't wow. they just don't seem, i don't now don't i really right. want to now, now i we'll have to talk later about horror games because i'm very curious yeah dude plate slender <laughs> Your definition of scary is plate slender bizarre. i laughed <laughs> watching that video of the dancing female panda i i i cried in the corner it was very cute anyway I, well, that was not cute <laughs> anyway let's, let's wrap this up so i can go watch that yeah <laughs> All right, well, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud.com uh, slash mash those buttons. Uh, also on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Smart Radio for your Android and iOS devices. Uh, we are on uh, Twitter, which is Twitter.com slash MTB site, and Facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Uh, also on uh, YouTube.com slash mash those buttons, where we have the aftermath and uh, more content coming soon. So. Yeah, as always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care, guys. Sayonara.